Welcome to RPG Ramblings with Jeff Jones. This is a weekly show exploring the various details of the tabletop RPG hobby through discussions with interesting people. Today, Don Stroud joins me. We talk about the current state of affairs with the Ruination Pilgrimage and all sorts of other groovy topics. A rambling palate cleanser, the show is, if you like. The Chaos Portal opens. Sisters and brothers, let's see what this episode holds. It is time to get rambling. Hello, Don. Hello, Mr. Jones. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, thanks for having me back again. Well, I'll uh, tell you, it is it's sometimes, uh, you know, it, it's hard sometimes getting people, but it's always good to know that you've got my back, Don. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, late late night the next day, you're like, oh, <laughs> hey, how about a podcast recording? And I'm like, mm, sure. Sure. <laughs> Sure, why not? <laughs> You're pretty easy though. Yeah, it doesn't there's it's very low prep on your part. Yeah, yeah. Uh my wife was like, Oh, you're on a podcast tonight. What are you gonna talk about? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, you know, that used to really probably freak me out if I wouldn't know exactly what was gonna happen. And I'm just like, I don't know. Uh, well, this is actually my first uh, podcast of the week. I have one on Sunday too. Really? With uh, yeah, Diogo wants to start something new, and he asked me. So, so he, I know in times past he he had, I thought maybe one had started up. I couldn't tell. So, is this is he started uh, podcasting? Yeah, um, he and Ahimsa. I uh, do one called some oh man what is that adventure something um we played I was on there once before and we played uh Markborg uh with him and Ahimsa and uh Jeff Goad who used to be on appendix and bookshelf I used to listen to that yeah, and then uh, also on Spellburn. Oh, great. Now, Diogo's mm-hmm. a great guy. So is this the yeah, same podcast, or is he doing a new one? I think it's a different one. I don't think this might be a pilot, so mm. maybe I shouldn't have revealed it. Well, you know, that's it's, it's interesting, because the way you stated I thought there was, and I got confused. So, well, that's good. Mm. He's, he's a great guy. I, I was hoping to have seen him at Gen Con. Uh, oh, the meetup, yeah. but he never showed up for that that I'm aware of. Yeah. I actually did uh, hang out with him for a bit, and I missed you. We were going to maybe have uh, dinner together. and I was actually only there for like uh, four hours on Friday and maybe three hours on Saturday. No, Thursday and Friday. So I wasn't there a long time. So why did you go? Um, that's where all the beautiful people go. Yeah, but you only take so much beauty at one time before you're overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm social, but I do get burned out easily. But, you know, every, I've been going to Gen Con and Origins for like, since 2011, like every single year, except for 2020 and up until now. Um, and I would always work. Uh, I'd work for my ticket and room, you know, I'd work for friends, I'd companies, and I was like, I'm too old for this. Like, it's exhausting. Because then you go, you, you come back home. 
and you go back to work and you work a full week, you know. So it's just tiresome. And the older I get, the worse it is. So I was like, you know, I'm not going to work anymore. I'm just going to go. So I just went. Um, my wife has a cousin who lives down there, so I could stay, like, he's about six miles away, and uh, he knows all the good places to eat and drink. So, yeah. So so did you just mainly hit the the dealer hall? So for that short period of time, like, what was your activity or activities? Mm, yeah, you know, I didn't play any games. I hit the dealer hall. Um I'm friends with a lot of the DCC crew, so it's always nice to see them, like Wayne Snyder, right. uh, Tim Deshane, and, of course, Doug, and, you know, Harley, and who else was saying? James McGeorge, uh, Dak, who does the uh, crawl zine. Um, so we're just hanging out, talking, you know, shop, and, yeah, so it's just like, you know, we used to, I always call it nerd summer camp, because you'd see your you know, you'd see these are the people you saw once or twice a year. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I, I kind of wanted to see everybody again. So. Well, yeah, because it made more It did not make sense to to go just for the dealer hall because that's really not mm-hmm. worth going to. Not, well, if you're there, it's worth going to. But it's not worth going there to go to. Right. Well, because you, you end up spending money you didn't really need to spend, right? Well, the thing is, is like it's so crowded and, and oh, only yeah. a fraction of it is really RPG stuff. And a lot of the stuff yeah. is, yeah. you can just go to a much calmer convention and spend a little mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's true. Um, but I kind of like that, you know, as much as I say, I'm not very social. Like I kind of love like big crowds like that. Well, you don't have to uh, talk but it to was, people. Right. But it was really, it was really crowded. I thought it was really busy. Like, I don't know, I hadn't been since 2019, so I'm, it didn't exist in 2020, right? But, like, it just seemed busier than I'd ever seen it before. Like, the, And people were just crunched in there. Yeah, I heard 100,000 people throughout the whole mm-hmm. week. Yeah, I, I yeah. grew and I went for, I worked, had some time, did some stuff. I mean, it, um, it's, it was overall a good experience, but... Um, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it was. It, it's definitely something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of love it, and I was like, I don't really know if I need to do this, you know, because you buy a four-day ticket, and then you only stay for like two days, uh, travel down there. But you know, I'm even as I say, I'm never going to do that again. I'm like, yeah, I'd love to do that again. Yeah, I was you know working the booths. I mean, I, I, the reason I went was because uh, free board and free pass. But you know, mm-hmm. and, and the idea of sleeping in a room with with two to three other uh, guys that I don't know. You oh know, yeah, the potential for somebody snoring. I mean, you know, it's just. Yeah. I think I'm I'm of a particular age too. I'm just kind of like, eh. <laughs> but it worked out great. Right, made right. Some, made some friends. I don't know, deep cool. friends, but it really was it. It worked yeah. out. As well as could be expected. Yeah, and uh, what booth were you working in? Uh, it was the Wagdi booth. So the, remember where the Marvel, um, the Marvel RPG was being sold? No. Well, it was cool. next to that. Okay. I don't know <laughs> if I made it out that far. Uh, I'm sure you did. Yeah. It just it just was a press. I mean, I had uh, I ended up buying stuff for the from the um, Greek classical revival or Orthodox mm-hmm. or whatever that's called. 
And I only yeah. realized because he yelled at somebody, says, hey, you like RPGs, which is a stupid thing to say. But he said, hey, right. do you like RPGs? And it caught my attention. I looked over, and it's like, oh. And I looked at the stuff and uh, asked for a quick pitch, and he kept trying to pitch you know, more. I'm like, no, I'm sold. Give me this, this, mm-hmm. and this. <laughs> it's like, huh. But I would not have noticed it had he not just yelled randomly, yeah. do you like RPGs? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, speaking of weird pitches that didn't need to happen, um, I walked past the uh, Outcast Silver Raiders. Oh, and, my goodness. And I'm like, man, I saw this on Kickstarter. I didn't back it, but this looks really nice. And it's all spread out. I'm like, this is gorgeous, and the books look great. So I'm just kind of sitting there, and the guy just starts, like, hardcore. This is an RPG, and it's kind of grim, and it's like this. And I'm just like, I'm just waving my hand. I'm like, I, you don't need to waste <laughs> Like, I'm sold. Like, I'm reaching for my wallet, you know. And he keeps on going. I'm like, no, dude. I got the, you know. You can you can stop right there. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a friend. Uh, he's the one that turned me on. He said, like, hey, you you, you know. So they're going to be there. And I didn't know them from, didn't know them from Adam. I just, mm-hmm. I said, well, he recommended. I'll just look. And I saw it. And it's just like, I barely even flipped through a book. I'm like, yeah, I have to. I don't know if I get to play it, but I have to own this. Yeah, I mean, it, they're just gorgeous books, right? Like they're and they are nicely put together. Uh, yeah. I, I was telling somebody today, it's like I don't think there's anything that they do that is that is um, ingenious, but it is mm-hmm. the most perfectly executed book I think I have seen mm-hmm. in a long time, if maybe not ever. It is just. Yeah. Well executed. Every space, well thought out and used. Mm-hmm. Layout perfect. The art, everything is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. They don't like. It's not groundbreaking, but there. I I found some cool stuff. I'm like, oh, that's a, that's actually really neat. Like the whole like watch added. Uh, maybe it's done be done before. I don't know. But like you know, the. Uh, the four-hour watch period or six-hour, whatever it is. I was like, oh, that's a cool... And they work it into, the me- like, the mechanics to make it kind of make sense. It was a nice little additional segment of time. Um, I yeah, thought. I read that. I didn't fully understand it because I think I, I, I think I'm... I said perfect. There may be a few things, like, we did talk about saves versus um, checks versus whatever, and when they described it, I wish they would have put the mechanic in it because the mechanic's mm. elsewhere. So there's a few things I did see that check, and it was utilizing the Swordfish Isle, which I didn't realize had this, was using the poker chips. Yeah, 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 the poker chips. and I didn't really get the color until I thought about it, the color scheme of black, Mm -hmm. gray, yellow, yellow, gray, black. And it's like, and it hit me. Oh, I see what they're doing. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's kind of cool. And I didn't know it was from. uh, Yeah. So you get the passing of time. So now it's dark, now it's dusk, now it's, you know, bright day. Yeah, which is, you know, whoever came up with that, I love it. Well, yeah, that would be, uh, yeah, so Jacob, I think, yeah. You're part yeah, of the crew? Yeah, so I think, uh, no, it was, yeah, so I'm I'm excited about playing. So one of the things I I didn't, I just briefly looked over, too, is if you are, um, for starting out, they had one where you're, like, a prison break. Mm. And then they utilize locations to kind of follow, like, it's already established, and one of the things you can do is, like, maybe six different things where you can start out. 
Yeah. In the prison break, they already used locations and told you how to use those. There's like a boat is stashed here, and there's a, a group that's mm. here, and you're going to interact with these people to make for good or for bad. And, and it's kind of really cool how they use that setting in the in that jailbreak uh, option is like it's not on top of the the exploration, but it's mm-hmm. uh, well, it's like the way they do the random encounter. I don't know. The whole thing is well done. The, mm-hmm. they, yeah, yeah. It just. Uh, and I don't know how they made any money. I don't know. For 100 bucks, I'm thinking, how did you afford this? Yeah, yeah. Cardboard minis, cards, maps, yeah, maps, yeah, maps, maps. Yeah, and it's all, like, very, very high quality. Yeah, the books are, like, the best yeah. I, I've seen. Um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yeah, I was pretty excited about that. I'm going to have to get those guys on. Um, I'm Get Trevor Stamper on so he can. He was he had some questions he was wanting. So, oh, nice, yeah. Especially, I think for publishing what they did and how they did it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've you've published some stuff. Like, how many how many times have you been like, well, I'm not making any money off the Kickstarter, but everything after this, every book I sell, will actually make money now. I mean, yeah. Well, I never. I always. No, I pretty much went into it where it broke even. I said, well, that was fun. I guess I'll never make any more money off of this. And then <laughs> I still sell them, and I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, the I whole mean, thing was it funded a print run. They had to do an offset mm-hmm. press, probably overseas. Yeah. Still 100 bucks. That was way too good of a deal. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was a pretty good deal for sure. I didn't have to stop and think. I'm like, well, it's a little more than I spend, but look at this. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. So now so that's I'm, probably go on. Oh, well, I just say now. Now I'm wondering about doing a. I, I probably won't ever, but I, I kind of wonder. Well, should I do a box set someday? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've thought of it. You know, with Ruination Pilgrimage. Uh, you know how Mothership eventually went to the box set that they're working on right now with uh, four books. I'm I'm already like, well, you know, I could do a box set someday. Adventure book, couple big adventures. The Ruination Pilgrimage, if it ever comes out, that I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what those guys are doing who run that company. Uh, I guess they're not in a hurry. To be fair, they're still within the uh, the allotted schedule. Yeah, I think that's just it. I mean, it, it, you know, you know me, it, it just, I just. For myself, I just need to get that dumb thing out. But I, I could see mm-hmm. from if you're a person said, you know what, we've allotted this time, we're going to utilize this time, and we're going to send this to proofreaders thirty times and editors yeah. seven times. And there's value in it, especially with that level of just saying, you know, we don't care. We're just going to make sure it's perfect when it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you know, keep on playing it, and like, oh, you know what, this would work better this way. So it's only getting better. Um, yeah, Urban Shadows weird. the same way with uh, what's her names, um, uh, the ones that did the uh, Avatar, the Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. It was just such a good yeah. deal. I ended up getting it, and they're they're delayed. And Avatar, they just put it on hold after that, and mm-hmm. they're apologetic. But you know what? I don't care. I'm not I'm not I'm not jonesing for it in a big way. And I figure when it comes out, it's it's going to be right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you see it, you want it, you'll wait, right? 
Yeah, and there's been certain systems I have gotten and been wanting to play, and it's been top of my list, and I'm actually waiting for it to come out to start playing it, and then mm-hmm. it doesn't show up like Cortex uh, Plus. It's like, mm. But like five years later, six years later, he's I've delivered, but then it's too oh, late. Really? I don't care anymore. Don't yeah, yeah, there cares. is that. There is there's this like there's this line where like you're good up into that line and then you're like you're past it. No one no one cares. How do you yeah. keep people interested? Well, I think one is you you publish it in a in a pretty good amount of time. <laughs> that's a that's a solid start. <laughs> yeah, then, then you keep putting stuff out to support it. Yeah, you know what? I think you had the secret right right there. It's a, it's a one-two punch. Do it and then keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, with your uh, – I've seen you've got some uh, updates. Oh, I say updates, but I've seen some of uh, the layout and the art for uh, Ruination Pilgrimage. looks beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Is it? You like it? Yeah, yeah. I'm liking the way it's coming together like uh, those – uh, character pages. Like at first, I was like, "This isn't really what I pictured, and not the colors I pictured." Uh, but you know, then I started playing around with it in the layout. I'm like, "Woo!" I'm excited. Yeah, there's something to be said about just working something and working it and working with it and working with it and working with it. I know a lot of times with design, I'm, of course, I'm not. I neither one of us are trained. Or professionals with this, nope. but there's a certain amount of you just keep willing away at it and adding and taking away and adding and adding and taking away and changing and finally it's then all of a sudden you start to see the you know its potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's like probably that was the fourth like different rendition, and like I'm 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 glad we're there. Like I think it's I think it's good uh, those those pages at least. <laughs> just the rest of them. <laughs> the rest. There's still some stuff that's getting ironed out um, that we haven't. It's summertime, so, you know, it's hard to get uh, my group together in the summer. Um, some of them have kids. Their vacations to be taken. And, I mean, I was pretty crazy this summer. Like, people are graduating. Uh, daughter went off to college. So, you know, doing parties, getting yard ready, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's been a really busy summer. And whenever I can, I sneak down to the basement and do some stuff. Yeah, my wife and I started doing disc golf, um, and uh, and that's taken up uh, a lot more time, but it's uh, than I ever ex- expected. Uh, but you know, it's you know, it's only for during the when the weather's good, and mm-hmm. it's something we both can do together. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like I'm not going to not do that, but you know, still, right. it's like thinking fall and winter's coming. I'll be, uh... Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, and that and that should probably be. I need to readjust some thinking. Like that, that should be my project time. Not summer when it's nice. I'm sitting down in a dark basement. You know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I need to stop running Kickstarters in January, February. I think it's a really bad time uh, for that. You know why is that? Um. It's right after Christmas. People have spent a lot of money, maxed out their credit cards like good Americans consume. And then, you know, tax season is approaching. Um, and I don't know. So when do you think would be a good month? 
Um, I think, man, you know, that's a good question. I don't actually know yet because I always do it in January, February. And um, I think in the summer, you know, you know, maybe I've seen people do it uh, concurrently with Gen Con and then they can like be schmoozing there, handing out cards. That might be a bad idea. Um, but you also won't have eyes on your project for a week, you know, because everybody's there. Uh, maybe launch, you know, launch. Well, you want a strong launch, though. It's it's probably a science and an art, and I have not ever figured it out. So I did, you know, a certain amount with Gary's Appendix last year about this time. Mm-hmm. And I did issue two during, um, during um, the uh, Zine Quest. And people talked, they were wondering if ZineQuest actually hurt, and actually did pretty decent. And I thought, well, well ZineQuest for, for Gary's Appendix 4 or 3, I thought I'll, I'll put more emphasis on the cover and um, did a few other changes. And put, it is the same time that Gary's Appendix 1 is, but I, I made more money than I did Gary's Appendix 1, but I have less, I have less people pledging for this than I did the other two. Hmm. So that's never a sign that I like. Um, I always want, you know, I always want to grow it like each, each time. <laughs> yes. Right. I mean the whole, you're trying to build something. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's discouraging. Yeah. It is. It still did. I mean, it's, it still did well. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm about a thousand dollars short of what I did the previous year. But the, what's interesting is I probably made, um, but Zach put together some higher tiers and those carried a lot. They carried a lot of the Kickstarter was the higher level tiers. Mm. So, yeah, I need to start doing the high level tiers that, I think it's just good. I think, uh, well, uh, Sean, Sean McCoy and I did, I don't know if I've mentioned this. We did like this, uh, big interview that we posted to our sub stacks. I think when I was running the Kickstarter campaign, um, and he had a lot of good advice for, um, Kickstarters and campaigns, uh, which I think that, Substack is called Failure Tolerated. Um, if anyone wants to look it up, and uh, there was there's some good stuff on there that I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Well, part of the issue too is I've been a little more prolific, you know. And, and Zach is from World of Game Design and helped me with the the Kickstars. You know, I wonder if there's just you know, you know, if I'm if I'm doing a a you know, I'm planning on doing having five total. Kickstarters this year, so it's you know, mm-hmm. basically yeah, that is a lot. two months. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and you know, I don't know. Um, what there's there's a lot. Like I don't like to complain. Like there's so much stuff coming out, um, but there is like there's so much product, um, which is which on one hand is great. Like we have anything we could want. Like somebody's doing it. If no one is doing it, then you can do it and publish it. Right. Right. But there's so much like you can't keep up and all the like link sharing on the social media crap is garbage because they want to, you know, throttle that. So you pay more to spread it. Um, you know, Twitter's falling apart. 
Yeah, I didn't think it could be any worse, and, he, and, and mm. Elon still finds ways to make it worse. Yeah, yeah. I just I still am perplexed and dumbfounded by that whole. And even he, and he has dreams of making it what they call it the, like an all-in-one app. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you think you would not drive away all your all your users before you have dreams of making it an right. app that everyone wants to use for every aspect of their life. Yeah, you you think you'd want to make the base so great that people were <laughs> signing up instead of shedding, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, you know I think that the 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 place is getting dingy, the roof is leaking, but mm-hmm. you know, we're still there, you know, and the and the you know, power's going to eventually get shut off, and we'll be squatting there, and I mean, until finally the police drive us away, but um, mm-hmm. it's just there's no good alternative. Yeah, have you seen Blue Sky yet? No, uh, I see people going there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is. It looks just like Twitter. It's freaking hilarious. Like you've got your same layout, your same setup. You can like a tweet. You can retweet it. You know, or I don't know what it's called. Their blue re blue sky. Do you do you fly it into the sky? I should see what they say. Yeah, I I, I signed up for Threads, and um, was. Very underwhelmed because obviously when I well obviously when I came to Twitter there was already you know a trillion people on tr- Twitter, and mm-hmm. I go there and I'm like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Something will take its place eventually, I guess. Maybe something, something good though. I mean, really, I think I don't I don't know what the key is. Just like the newsletter slash blog thing that Substack can do. Uh, Seems promising, you know, if you have your backers sign up to a newsletter, which do you do that? No, I'm thinking about actually paying somebody to do a newsletter for me. Yeah, I mean, I don't really do a newsletter, but when I launch something, I have the people there. Well, the thing is, the for me is, I mean, I have podcasts and I also do fairly regular Kickstarter, so it would mm-hmm. make a whole lot of sense that I at least have some sort of, you know, regular yeah. communication, whether it's quarterly or whatever it may be, even um, monthly. Yeah. It would look more professional. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you, you, yeah I think you – I think every, every publisher, creator should have a newsletter with the standard – I never use mine, but I have a. People say, "Oh, you get you. Oh, you have to have one." I think the problem so, is, is that that's. I find that kind of writing painful and very difficult. Mm-hmm. Right, because you have to be excited, and you just really want like. I don't know. Like you can be excited about your product, but not really do it in the salesman way that you need to. Yeah, I think the thing too, it's like it's already happened. I'm already I'm already moving on to something the next thing. You know, it's and so I guess I could and I don't plan ahead, so it's not like, hey, you know, coming up next month is such and such and such and such and such. It's just right. I guess I don't know. I'm not a self promotional yeah. person. That's I think just a right. lot of it. Coming up next month, probably Don and at least one so <laughs> because I don't plan ahead. <laughs> Actually, I did plan, well, not <laughs> as well as I should have. 
Um, I've actually, this is what's hard is I have reached out to a number of people and, um, and not either have not heard back or, uh, it just timing wise hasn't worked out. Yeah. And I hate to throw, and I don't want to like put out like, like say eight invites and now having to juggle right. eight people, but I have probably put out probably like six invites and, and, um, it's not worked out the best. Mm-hmm. But I'm not worried about it. But it's just like, and also the, me doing this weekly. There's no, there's no reason I have to do this. It's just, whatever reason I think I do. I guess people like regularity. You know. Well, I don't think it's anything about people. I think it's just, for whatever reason, it's it's one of those stupid things, and my brain just says you need to be doing it, and then I do mm-hmm. it. It's there's no rhyme yeah. or reason. Mm. So people don't watch you or listen. Just kidding. I, I'm not, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I, I'm not here. I am. I'm still doing it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know, it's like even the numbers there kind of have probably have have gone down. But I still have people that are regular listening and new people coming yeah. on. So yeah. I like this. Probably like my Kickstarters. People say, you know what? Jeff will always be here. And anytime I want to yeah. jump into the Jeff stream, I can get caught up. I don't have yeah. to, yeah. you know. Yeah, they'll skip those boring Don episodes because nothing really <laughs> is talked about. It's 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 funny what 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 episodes do well and which ones might say do well and don't. Uh, mm-hmm. Mostly, it's it's the YouTube that will fluctuate the most, and I don't mm-hmm. really understand who or why. And and even the regular podcast, it's like sometimes I think somebody on it's like, well, I'll probably get a lot of people for that, and hardly anybody. And other times, it's like. No, there's a lot of people that are interested for whatever, for whatever reason. I'm not yeah. sure if it's because of promotion. I don't know what I don't know what it is. Yeah, and that's what's kind of weird. You know, I, it would be kind of interesting to know. I mean, I have some assumptions about like the demographic audience, but I really don't know who the demographic audience mm-hmm. really is. Yeah, because you're not like this is a podcast about old school essentials. It's just this is this is Jeff's podcast. Yes. Where he rambles, and if you're lucky, it's going to be something about RPGs. <laughs> yes, eventually there'll be something RPG related that'll come around. Yes, it's it's yeah. And if it's funny because somebody posted something, ah, maybe I don't want to talk. Well, maybe I do. I. It's funny the AI. Uh, somebody posted uh, something. Hey, you know, you ought to you know talk about this about the AI art, and I'm thinking, well, I'm really not. I don't really consider myself like a news uh, person. Mm-hmm. But then you posted something about AR, and mm. I, I just about responded, just about yeah. responded, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> it was to one of the fellows who uh, responded to you. So you talked about your – I guess that's probably a good thing to talk about. So you talked <laughs> about your position of AR, AI art. So yeah, what was yeah. your position of AI art? Or is um, I – yeah, so I'm never going to knowingly use AI art in my publications, and that's not to – like, I don't hate it, but at the same time, I love the process of finding artists, following them on social media, reaching out to them. Like, you know, I don't know these people, but it's fun to be like, hey. And, you know, every single one I've approached, except for maybe one – like got back to me and we worked something out. I love the commissioning aspect. I love doing the briefs, you know, look like this. I love that a living person on the other side can 
take my thought and make it their own, like, and come back with an angle I never even thought of because that's a person who has their own experiences. So I like that so much. And I like, uh, you know, I've become friends with artists. Uh, I'm not going to, it's screwing them over. I really think it is. Like, they would have had money in their pocket if you had not gone a cheap route and just generated AI yourself, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I don't, out of their mouth. And I don't find there's anything controversial in, in your position. The uh, There's a fellow who, the reason I almost posted was a fellow who says, yeah, art should just be, I think basically that should just be um, in your Kickstarter, and that's what you're funding is, you know, part of his mm-hmm. art. And I, and I th- start to respond why people don't or may not, and, then, and I also wonder if that guy had ever Kickstarted anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he, he did a zine. Okay. Um, yeah, and I, I totally, like, that's the reason, like, I did my first book, um, Lesser Key to the Celestial Legion. It was pretty much written. I didn't have any money for art. Um, so, you know, I was able to, that's, that's, that's why I, I mean, that's why I kickstart more or less. There's also the aspect, it's its own kind of generator for backers, right? People see it better. Um, and if you run a few, you know, you should be getting more each time. Sorry, you don't, but you know, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, cause it kind of is like, it's his own engine because people who follow you, then that, Hey, back another project by this guy. And like, so of course it's not the only reason I use Kickstarter. Um, but it is an important one because I don't have, you know, $3,000 sitting around to get art. Yeah, and that's where it comes down to. And the thing I was, you know, thought about saying is because even that guy's position of itself, I didn't think was wrong. But what I will say is for some people, you know, the um, you really need to have probably to have a successful Kickstarter, you need to have at least some art in hand. Right. And that has been couple of my projects have been like well um we got this kickstarter going on tomorrow you know i wait till last minute and people have been like really cool about hey i'll get this art done really fast you can put it up there you can pay me when you can you know and people i barely know who i've worked with once or twice before have been like that so yeah but i mean but for like somebody like you you're the person speculating and i would say i don't know it'd be interesting to know what the breakdown of 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 uh, you know of Kickstarters, but you know probably a lot of people are just just trying to make a few hundred dollars, and so right you know one is it's very hard to I think for people who don't have it you know there's some people who want to put something out and then also the expectation I think that what makes it hard is it's easier to get. Zines aren't like they were probably like 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the expectation is to be more polished. Mm -hmm. So I think for people starting out especially, it's much harder to to rise to a level that they feel comfortable with, try to compete enough to at least generate some sort of reasonable sales. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I am sympathetic, and I have used, for for one product I have used, uh, art, but none of, the, none of the other ones I have. And I also, for that one, I actually commissioned a lot of art. I just, I just mm-hmm. need more art, and I just ran out of money. 
Um, yeah, yeah. But that was also before things got as controversial. Mm-hmm. And so right now, you know, what I'm going to do is going to be another Kickstarter uh, for this project, and I'm just going to replace all the AI art with uh, commissioned art. But now I can afford right. to, you know. Right, right. You know, so it's it's kind of like it's easy kind of – and, in fact, there's a guy on DCC who po- who published a project – Mm-hmm. And he said, "Yeah, it's it's all AI art." And man, those people, yeah. some people just let him up. I'm like, "Yeah," and and that's kind of why I posted what I did because I'm like, like yeah, people are frustrated, uh, but also I can see where like he was he's in he's in the marketing field, right? And I think his response was, "I didn't think people would have a problem with it because in my field they're loving it." I'm like, "Well, of course, yeah, you can whip it up in marketing. You don't have to." Pay an artist, you know, it's still ugly because they should be hiring a real artist or a real yes. photographer. I think, I think that's the root of it for me. I don't like it because it is taking money away from artists who I don't know why. I don't, I don't want to go off too hard here. I don't know why those tech bros hate any kind of creativity and they want to monetize everything. Um, uh, yeah, see, I'm just going to go downhill from here. Well, the the one guy, and he even basically said, you know what, I realized my mistake, you know. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I'm going to work at trying to, you know, through this. Yeah. And I thought, you know, and people posting that they didn't want to buy it because I thought it was all legitimate, except for after the guy says he's going to replace it, one guy said, I still will never buy it because you originally were going to do it, and you apparently don't have a problem. I just thought, yeah, people can't have a change of heart. People can't have a yeah. change of understanding. It's I like... totally agree with you on that. Like, yeah, once once like someone's alerted and they're like, oh, well, I never considered that aspect, I think I'm going to change my mind on this and try it this way. Like, you can you can all lay off now, you know? Like, and I totally yeah. like, you know, I saw and I'm like, well, I'm probably, I'm not going to back as many things in the future because it's just... Uh, I have so much stuff. Like if I move this camera around this basement, there's a three foot stack. I guess most of those are my books, but whatever. Uh, there's a two a two foot stack of books that I don't need. You know, I gotta chill out on buying things. But as soon as I saw it was AI art, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm not gonna buy that. Well, and that's the other thing too is I'm not necessarily I'm not a fan necessarily of AI art or necessarily a big fan of AI art. But the other problem I have with it is. I've looked at enough and I've generated enough just for concepts and stuff and mm-hmm. just trying things out. I can spot it. And maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Cause there might be some sort of bias, but like I can spot AR. I mean, he first put that out. like, that's AAR. And I like, I don't mm-hmm. normally I've seen enough of it. I don't really care for it. Um, right. There's some that's been done well. And obviously maybe I wouldn't mm-hmm. know, but it's just like, it was very obvious from the start. And I'm like, I thought that's probably going to be problematic. I just didn't realize how problematic it was going to be for him. Oh, especially for the DCC crowd, because they are like, you know, they're, they're, they're into art. Um, you know, I should say we're into art because I consider myself a DCC person. Um, yeah. I mean, art, like, you know, that rule book is full of amazing, you know, line art, colored art. Like yeah. Doug's Doug's stuff is just great. Um, so yeah, I think if it had been maybe for another game, another, another, uh, pot of people, it may, me wouldn't have been so like full on, 
I think the other thing, too, I've noticed is it seems to me that the stuff I've seen for DCC and MCC is the community in general is fairly good about supporting mm -hmm. people, even with the art that isn't that great. Like, they are, yeah. in general, fairly strong at supporting yeah, the people that, that create for that community. Yeah, I agree. And so there really wasn't a need, but then again, he just, you know, he didn't have a clue. No, no, yeah, different culture, you know. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's interesting. It was interesting to see where this will all go, but it's, but it's just definitely right at the moment. It's, you know, not as a, at currently, I think, just, it's, it just looks, um, it just has a certain look that's just not cool. I, yeah. I mean, I, Galilee's great, and it, there's a lot of problematic things. So, uh, yeah. if, if anybody out there is thinking about using AR, just may want if if you don't have any any problems with it, you just may want to think about long and hard before you issue something out. <laughs> it, yeah. it, but I think I've even seen. I hate to say this, the problem I'm also starting to be is I'm starting to see some people who are artists where I'm almost positive are using AI art, like people in the industry. I'm not going to yes. say who. And there's one yeah. person in particular who's fairly reasonably well-known. I'm pretty sure the product he put out was using AI art. Yeah, I got I got the zine a while back, and, like, you know, there are a couple art pieces listed for the artists, and then the rest just aren't, and I'm just like, is that AI? Like, like, you know, when it's like, you know, so-and-so did this cover in the back, and then nothing's listed for the inside. Like, yeah, that must be AI art. Well, for so, me, it's it's there's weird artifacts that a lot of times get generated. And yeah. And I go yeah. and clean those up. And there's something right, about yeah. the line, the way the lines are done sometimes. It's just mm -hmm. like, like strands of hair that just look weird or, you know, things that right. come off. It's just, and it's like, you know, if you're going to try and pull that off, just clean it up or something. But, man, it's just. Right. And there was that there's that recent thing with uh, with wizards where the artist had uh, done it in AI and then you know digitally painted over it and it was a big stink and I think I think it should have been I mean I can I can see like using these prompts because if you've ever seen like some artists work they'll actually like lay their uh, reference out on like their iPad or whatever and they'll draw over it you know and that's like. You could do that with the AI art that was generated if you're actually going to, like, cover it up and use it as a reference and not just, like, oh, let me just change the fingers and make them straight. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I think they're – I mean, I get I get the addiction other than the, you know, oh, we're, we're going to save so much money by not giving it to an artist. But, like, just the standard user can sit there and generate really cool art, you know, for them. Um the way they want it, and they can see what happens when they change the, you know, description or whatever. I don't know how it works. It's magic as far as I'm concerned. Foul magic. Yeah. Yeah, because you act, don't you put your fingers in your slime bowl in the computer, and it kind of like... <laughs> and it feeds off your soul how, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how computers work, right? <laughs> There's a little bit of a soul tainting going on. So, mm -hmm. yeah. It's uh, it's it'd be interesting to see where this all leads, but I, I'm just surprised that you know you have to know, having seen that piece, that the art director had to have known, had to have known, had to have known. Right, because that that one was especially easy to spot. Like if you looked at the dude with the flute, like his fingers like kind of went up and around and 
<laughs> it was like really jacked up. I mean, it was it was a cool enough picture, but yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, it, it's just it's it's interesting that um, and another problem I'm also facing is, you know, I think I'm really good at spotting AR, but I'm also mm-hmm. seeing other people's art. Like I went to Gen Con and there was some sort of racing game, like a I mm. can't like a gasoline what's it gasoline alley or I can't right, remember, yeah. but it was a, a some sort of like car. I'm looking at it and like. That looks like AIR. I don't know that mm-hmm. it was, but now I'm starting to look at stuff that becoming suspicious mm-hmm. in the style. It's like they could have a style that's very close to that to begin with. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now they're going to be looking at it. I'm going to be suspicious, like, you know, like, and I wonder if other people are too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to it's gonna start causing more trouble, I think. Um, yeah, because if people like, suspect it, they call it out, and it is, then it's going to be a problem. And you know what? That's fine. It's just the way it is right now. Well, and I, but I think what's, you know, it, to me it's one thing where there's a guy trying to raise, you know, $600 to, uh, you know, for a Kickstarter to publish a small little thing. And it's another thing where you have a, you know, a multi-billion dollar company. Yeah. You know, that's to me, it's like I, I can kind of, you know, we can, that, that's a little different level of scale there as far as, you yeah. know. Guilt and uh, the need for forgiveness, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Especially when you think of, like, you know, especially with companies that do have that kind of largesse that they can they can dole out money from and benefit a community and, and do so much, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to some guy that's just trying to, you know, got a couple of nickels he rubs together and trying to make the best of, of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So but the game goes back to my uh, Windows. Uh, for the longest time, I was pretty angry um, at work with Microsoft Windows, and it would do a screensaver, and I know they were pulling, um, like, images from, like, Flickr. Oh, yeah. And they were terrible. Well, I don't want to berate anybody, but yeah. they were. you could tell they were getting free images from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they were putting across all these machines throughout the world as part of the screensaver, as part of the a mm-hmm. background. And I'm thinking, you're a multi, why couldn't you just say, you know, we're going to, you know, finance, we're going to do a, a contest, you know, $5,000 right. per person, 20 photographers, and do that once a year. Mm-hmm. It'd be nothing to them. Yeah. But apparently somebody had a budget of $0, and it just went Yeah. It's really, it's really about the, the decline in membership in uh, libraries and museums around the world. No one appreciates art anymore, Jeffrey. You know, until I, uh, I spent some time in Belfast, um, mm-hmm. I really missed the museum there. I never thought I'd ever say that, ever. It was free. It was great. Um, it was free. It was just amazing. But here, it's like you have to go a long distance, and it's not mm-hmm. free. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. But you can kind of go to any kind of museum, can't you? It's a firehouse museum down the road. Yeah. You got <laughs> a good point there. What do I have around here? You're right. There's, there's, I'm close enough to a Route 66 museum in Pontiac. <laughs> there's a museum that I work for for my company, uh, mm-hmm. They've got a museum. Uh, I've been through once because um, it was free, but they don't really charge money. 
Mm-hmm. It's a local museum, but it's it's high enough price. I just don't really feel it. I don't know. For me to spend fifteen or twenty dollars to go to a museum, just it just doesn't. For a smaller city, it doesn't seem right. Reasonable, right? It's kind of my huh? I'm sure every every little town has a log cabin museum, right? We do have a Mennonite museum, so that is oh. you're right. I haven't been to that one. That one probably is free. Oh, we had a bunch of Mennonite people in the Thumb of Michigan. In the Thumb of Michigan, because only yeah. people from Michigan. Talk about their state as a hand. It's clearly a mitten. <laughs> People who complain about this are jealous. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's very convenient. Um, <laughs> it's funny when you said thumb. I was like, thumb? is like, oh, yeah, the thumb. I was born there, and I'm over here right now, and I love to go visit here. It's just easy. Yeah, Michigan just seems like a kind of interesting state. I would, uh, I think of all the places, uh, other than the harsher winters, um, I, I probably wouldn't mind spending some time living in Michigan. Yeah, it's you know, I don't, I wouldn't want to move. It's got, it's got the cool stuff. We went to uh, Grand Rapids, and I was just shocked. We just spent a day or two there, and of course, it was built off of the the the, the tears of of, uh, of Amway of all the sorrow oh, and grief yeah, that they've yeah. caused. But it's just like yeah. it's like room about ruined my 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 mom and stepdad's marriage. <laughs> but they built a nice uh, nice park with statues in it <laughs> that you can go see. Oh yeah, yeah, like the Meyer. Uh... The Meyer Gardens, right? It's yeah, like and that was yeah. called. Yeah, I was, I was very impressed. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. It's pretty crazy. So, so what are you working on now, Don? Are you have anything besides your, you're getting do ruination pilgrimage? It's starting to shape oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's getting very close. I've had almost all of the adventures come in, except for maybe four. Um, and it saddens me, but that's the way it is. Um, but wait, 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 let's yeah. talk about that. So you had, how many people did you have lined up? Uh, like 13, I think. Oh, so the I, knew, I, yeah. I knew it was too many. All right. But how do you, like, you start asking people and, you know, I actually asked artists who, I've been buying their art for a couple of years. I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to have an artist do an adventure. Um, I asked friends. Uh, I, I reached out to people I didn't know. I'm like, hey, uh, hey, your stuff's pretty cool. Oh, you know what? I just, I, I, I just did that the other day too. Uh, I was like, oh, have you thought about writing it? Like, I love it. it never hurts to ask. That's going to be my advice for everyone in the future. It never hurts to ask, but also you need to plan in the possibility it's not going to work out. Oh, yeah. So when you have 13 people writing adventures for your new game that's not quite ready to share yet, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So I guess you have to look at what you promised. Did you promise 13 adventures or do they have to be those 13 people? No, you know what? I don't know. I should, you know what? I should read that because I'm already like uh, somebody fell out early on, 
So I replaced them with somebody. I just asked. I'm like, hey, I love I love your stuff. Um, you know, would you want to come write? It was a yes, but then uh, wasn't going to work out due to schedules. And uh, you know what my biggest problem was? I asked people who write and most of them publish their own stuff because I loved their works and I wanted them to come write for me. But the problem is if those people have to keep on writing their own things and writing for me sometimes, and I do the same to people, I'm sorry, to people I've promised things to and I have not done yet this year because I've been working on my own thing. So it's just like, you know, when you reach out to fellow creatives, you might have to assume that they'll be on fire for their own stuff. And it was kind of hard. Like I would send very, very rough, like rule documents and like, you know, uh, Google drive, be like, ah, oh, it's going to look kind of like this, you know, the rules are here, but they're just not formatted very well. And so well, that much is to hard. Work off of. That is hard. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have much to work off of. So, or they, they didn't have much to work off of uh, general tone, but no, I've, I've got some great stuff. Like I'm excited to get to work on that and start sharing. I can't, I'm excited to get it done. Well, could you, this is, uh, could you do this instead? Mm -hmm. Because I've kind of worked on this way with some people. It's like, could you just say, I want you to write adventure. Uh, Just kind of pretend it's, in general, like another system. But Mm -hmm. don't worry about the mechanics. Just write the adventure. Yeah, yeah, that's what has kind of happened. Like, eventually I'm like, just write your general theme. I'll stat it because I know the stats. I know how that's going to work. And, you know, I'll touch in here and there. Um, So, like, they're basically submitting mostly finished drafts, and then I'm just kind of, like, making a fit. Yeah, because that makes more sense because it it could be, you know, the ease for them to write the the adventure is – you know, that's pretty straightforward, but the mechanics may just be, it takes just too much effort. Like the amount of right. effort it takes to do that portion, that, that 20%. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that, mm-hmm. that Pareto principle or whatever that, that, you know, you know, probably 80% of your headaches is 20% of the work. And that's the, it's that means the mechanics. Yeah. yeah and that, I've, I've done that for people who asked me to write stuff. Um, what was it? Uh, thousand dead worlds. Do you remember that by Alex T? Mm-hmm. Um, Alex asked me to write something, and I'm like, sure. Uh, I don't know how your mechanics work, but this is the adventure. And, like, Alex came in and filled it in or touched it up. And uh, it's pretty cool. I don't think it's out yet. I think the PDF is out. It's like a sci-fi. The setting is, like, humanity discovers... Maybe an asteroid that can it's full of alien ships, and if you hop in one, it takes you to a certain place, and then you have so long, and then you have to come back. And, hmm. Yeah, that's it's fun. So you know your your situation. There's an idea that I have, mm-hmm. and anybody's free to steal it if they so choose because ideas are cheap. Sure. I thought about, and I'm still maybe going to do it, but the is the idea. Was I was thinking about having a a, a dungeon. People write dungeons uh, adventures, mm-hmm. but there will be like say maybe like five items or themes somehow have to fit in it. Mm-hmm. And so what I would do is then go to a cartographer mm-hmm. 
and say, I want you to create a dungeon and somehow, and give us just a briefest description of each room of, of what you see, how this would play out. And then get like five people with, with those five themes that somehow have to play in there and just the map. And have mm-hmm. five different people write adventures with that same map just to see how everybody would interpret mm. the same thing in different ways. And then you could also see, because everybody's doing the same thing, you could see how mm-hmm. different people process in, in format and how they mm-hmm. look at adventures differently and it, because they're all kind of sitting within the same con- constraint. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be cool to do with that then is you have your five versions of the rooms. And then you can actually say, oh, and this is a weird dungeon that sits between five different alternate realities and yeah. bounce between them. Like, oh, you're... And the players won't know it, but so things might not totally make sense. Yeah. The, oh, I didn't fun. think about having them connect in some way, uh, even dimension. Mm-hmm. That, would, mm. that would be like... That's another level of cool I never thought of. Mm-hmm. That's why it's best to work with someone. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if his name is Don. (laughs) Well, you know, don't don't come at me with work, people. Actually, I'm going to come at you guys with work. Yes. I'm busy. But then I start thinking, it's like, you know, what if I depend on five people and everything's structured around five people, and then, like, one person flakes out and it's just like, yeah. and then do I, do I plan in such a way that whatever I get, like maybe I ask six or seven people and, right. and then if I get at least five, I publish. Right. What if you get six and one isn't very good? So you take the best five and then you have some hurt feelings. No, I do all six. It just, it, it'd be oh. straightforward. This is, you know, this is whoever you are, like get just different people. Like, you know, some people mm-hmm. may have a more wacky approach Some people might have a very traditional approach. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's a thought. I don't know if it'll yeah. sell though. That's a thought. Yeah. No, no, it's, no, it's a good exercise. I once was part of a, uh, what is that called? Uh, shoot. You know, where you, uh, do a line of a story and then you hand it to the next person. Yeah. Not delectable corpse. It's something like that. Delectable corpse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's close. It's close to that. Delectable corpse. Well, that sounds um, like a like a band name of like some <laughs> some sort of death metal group. Right. Like some members from Cannibal Corpse. And uh anyway, so I did. I was part of this uh, dungeon where it had like maybe forty rooms or something, and each each author had a room, and they wouldn't even necessarily like there was a map, and you got assigned your room, and you just came up with something based upon what was in the room and on the map, you know. And I don't know if it's ever going to be published. This maybe started in twenty twenty, and people did their rooms. You'd have to nudge a little bit, but I think the person laying it out. Uh, got too busy. I'm not going to name names here. But um, anyway, I really liked the room I did because I had just had this really strange dream of a demon living in my basement who you had to feed bones to every so often. Um, so was this a nightmare or was this just a interesting dream? Nah. 
It's kind of the same, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually have, I don't have great dreams all the time. Uh, they're always very weird. Usually, like, I don't know. Yeah, they're usually messed up. Like, so many of the adventures, even like Dead Planet, I think the Dead Planet is from a dream I had when I was a teenager. Um, but this, yeah, this crazy dream and this, like, uh, demon, I, like, the really weird part was the sewer pipe, and it just poop out, like, sludge and bones um, in the dreams. I basically so, just made that into my room. So it's really not digesting the bones. It just loves eating the bones. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it actually wanted the people, and, you know, the bones are just pooped out. Like an owl. Coughing up a pellet. Much like an owl. You know what? Yeah. So, yeah. So, the the idea would be that um, the dungeon would be of a a smallish number of rooms. So, like, maybe, like, eight rooms or nine rooms. So, it would never be anything too crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should do that. Yeah. I think I will. I think I will. But um, I need to get past some other things But my rate is only going up, buddy. I better sign you up now. Better lock you in. You you better lock me in. You tell me what your outline, tell me what your rate is and how much time I got, uh, how many words I get, and we'll lock (laughs) you in for future work. (laughs) I don't know if that's a good deal for me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard. Uh, it's hard uh, uh, knowing. Um, yeah, it's just. Uh, and I'm also trying to go through some stuff. And I, this might be a good time. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him for some advice. Mm-hmm. So I thought about doing two podcasts tonight. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, maybe we will. Let's do this. Let's do two podcasts. <laughs> I'm gonna pause this. Is there anything we want to cover before we end this? And we'll do something else for like just a short, short amount of time. No, nope. Uh, you can find me at Blue Sky <laughs> and Twitter <laughs> and Facebook. D O N N S T R O U D. All right. Well, it's been great having you on and uh, <laughs> have to have you back on soon, like in 15 seconds. <laughs> Lovely. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right. <laughs>